All right, and welcome to this special episode of Realtor Fight Club. This series is called What Would We Do?, where we discuss ethics and professional standards committee cases or scenarios, and we talk about them and figure out what would we what would we do. So today with me is Kristen English. Hey, Kristen. Good morning. Morning. And she's with Lenahan Sotheby's out of Louisville, Kentucky. And Kristen, what's the case you have for us today? So today's case is your fidelity to your client. So I'm just going to kind of go over this and read it a little bit, and then we can talk about it. Okay. So client Bob made a complaint to his local board of realtors on to two of his members, the broker and the sales associate, because they had failed to represent his best interests um, in proposed in information and giving to various prospective buyers that a price less than the listed price of his house could be offered. So his complaint was specific in that when he had his realtor come to his house mm-hmm. and meet with him and consult with him, they had agreed that a price of 137.9 would be a fair price for the house okay. and then it would be listed for that figure. The complaint also named three different prospective buyers who told the client that while they were looking at the home, that the real estate agent said when they were asked about the price, it's listed at 137.9, but I'm pretty sure an offer of 130 will be accepted. The real so the, the listing agent said that? Mm-hmm. Right. Lord. Yes. Okay. So the broker and the real estate associate were notified of the complaint and requested to be present in front of the um, hearing panel of the professional standards committee. And during the hearing, the realtor, the real estate agent did confirm that he agreed that 137.9 was a fair price for the house and that it was listed at that figure. He added that he had asked for a 90 day listing as sometimes it takes a while to secure the whole, you know, full market value and, and get the home, you know, up and going. And Bob agreed to do this, but also indicated that he'd like to sell it within a month, even if that meant taking a concession on the price. The, di- the discussion concluded with an agreement that 137.9 would be great and that they would, he, that the agent would try every effort to get that price for him. Okay. So the, in the hearing, the, the client said that several of the buyers were told that they could offer at least 10% less than the listed price and that that would be acceptable to the client. So they had the hearing and I'll tell you the conclusion that the realtor, the broker was not, first. pardon me? So we talk first and then do the conclusion. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk first. Yes. So the, what is, do you know the code of ethics like rule that this um, is? It's article, yes, it could be article one. It's article one in the code of ethics. And okay. we could, yeah. I think I, let me pull that up. Or do you have it? I don't have it on me right now. Okay, let me, me. All right, article I'm one. I'm not in my office. I'm kidding. You're in the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> you're a if you're listening to this, check out the YouTube also. She's like in the jungle. Where is that? Well, actually, this is a picture I took in North Carolina hiking this summer. It's um, pretty so yeah, it does look like, a lot like the jungle, but I was North Carolina. Yeah. All right. I've got article one pulled up. It says, I'm representing a buyer, seller, landlord, tenant, or other client as an agent. Realtors pledge themselves to protect and promote the interest of their client. 
This obligation to the client is primary, but it does not relieve realtors from their obligation to treat all parties honestly when serving a buyer, seller, landlord, tenant, or other party in a non-agency capacity. Realtors remain obligated to treat all parties honestly. Okay. It seems to me that was this agent a dual agent or I don't even know if that would matter. Yeah, it doesn't say if he was a dual agent or not. Let me see. Real trustee said in the hearing would be. But even if it doesn't matter, I guess, because it okay. seems to me that like why if you're representing your the seller, why would you go around telling people that they would take a less offer? It seems like you would just say like make an offer. You submit what you think is fair and that's that's how it is, you know. Right? So many, I think many times we get, um, well, and especially maybe now in this market too, because everything is selling. And so people are really pushing the envelope on pricing. And so we get a little conciliatory when we say, well, you know, yes, it's listed for 160, but ah, really, you know, I wanted to list it at 150. And we have to be very careful because the listing is the contract price that we have agreed to between us our broker and our client. And that's, you know, how let's talk about like, if we are showing it and, or whatever, we're, we're in a market where you have to be there, whatever you get asked the question, like, Hey, will the seller take less by somebody? Like, let's talk about what people could say, you know? Right. It's so hard because we want to say, Sure. But, you know, really what we should say is here's the list price. And, and sometimes I say, well, I'm not even sure what I, should, I, what I was going to say is, you know, I, you, you could say, well, you know, we haven't had any offers to to test that market. But again, I'm not sure if we should. Yeah, I don't know that I've been saying that either. Any offers. Right, right. Exactly. That's what I was thinking, too. So it would probably be like, you know, it's listed at 137 for whatever it is. Um, you should get with your agent or whatever, and look at and see what y'all okay, think. Tom, see what, I would just say, you know, and make we'll an present, offer that you're comfortable with. Yeah, we'll present any offer to the seller. And that's how it works, you yeah. know? Right. All right, so what what was the outcome here? So I can the outcome was <clears throat> that the other agents that had shown the property, so it's what we would used to call like the sub-agents. The, so it wasn't the listing agent, but it was the other ones. And because the listing agents had did tell the other agents, yeah, it's listed at 137.9, but I know that he wants to sell it quickly and he'll accept 130. Can we talk about that price though. That price is in like no man's land, 137.9. I mean, that's a stupid price. <laughs> we did a podcast on, should you price it? Like, like how should you price property? Do you mm-hmm. think so? Like 137. I feel like it should be like 134, 9, 135, 140, 139. I like doing the flat number. I call it, I like doing the flat numbers. Like if you're going to do 130, do 135 yeah. or 140 or 200. Um, I showed a house yesterday that was just flat 300. And my philosophy on that is you might get the 275 to 300 people, but you'll also get the 300 to 350 which is exactly, my client is a 350 client, but she saw this at 300, Mm -hmm. 
Had it been two ninety nine five, she wouldn't have seen what it. About two ninety nine nine. Right, she wouldn't have seen it because we did flat three hundred to three fifty. Got it. Okay, good. Maybe that's my mistake. Maybe I should be doing two ninety five to three fifty. But you know, I don't know. I like the flat. All yeah. right. Um, um, well, the the panel her, uh, said that all the other agents that showed the home were not in violation, but that only the listing agent was in violation for divulging knowledge that the client was desirous of a rapid sale, even if it meant telling people that they would take less than the asking price. The panel noted that such a disclosure was not in the client's best interest and should never have been made without the client's knowledge and consent. So what exactly is a subagent? So if you started back in the day when I did, a subagent, it, it used to be, um, and it still kind of is, uh, you have a broker who lists the property, we work for the broker, and then you as an agent from another company because you're getting paid technically by our broker. Well, yeah, technically by our broker, you're a subagent of us. But it's a different company. Right. Yeah, I can see how they're not in violation then. Right. But the listing right. agent saying that saying that to them is in violation. Yeah. For sure. Like if I said to you, you're going to show my listing and I say to you, oh yeah, it's 137.9, but I know this guy wants a quick sale and he'll take 130. Great. I mean, that literally happened I mean, to me. Great this for summer. me as the buyer. If I'm the buyer agent, I'd be like, we should try 125. Yeah. <laughs> That so seriously, that happened to me this summer. I'm working with a buyer. He happens to be friends with another agent, but chose me to work with him. That other agent kept what I would say getting in our business. He must have told her that he was looking at this house. She called the agent. The agent said, Oh, yeah, they're in a hurry to sell, blah, blah, blah. Kind of similar to this. Yeah. And we were going to offer 200 and she this other busybody agent kind of said, no, they want to sell. You need to offer 192. Well, oh. sure enough. So I changed the offer. We offer 192 and they came back at 205. And then we settled at 200, which is where I kind of Crazy. felt like the house was worth to begin with. But, you know, agents. Well, and that, you know, some agents do do that. I mean, when we, when we're listing a property and we call, we did a podcast on this too, about calling, should the listing agent call the buyer's agents? And a lot of times the buyer, the buyer agents or the listing agents will tell you a lot of stuff they shouldn't be telling you. Like all the more reason to call because your negotiations, like she probably could have gotten a little more for the seller. Your clients may have seen. Yeah. I mean, who knows? We don't know, but it's, it's very likely that if they started at 200 and your the sellers said 205 your clients may have come up a thousand or five or whatever right yes on That's the reverse flip on the reverse side of that i will do this for my buyers is i will call if i have a buyer that's interested in a piece of property and maybe they've looked at it a couple times which right now we don't have a chance to look at something a couple of times, but uh, in either case, what the market that we're in now where everything's selling so quickly or something that we've looked at a couple of times, I will call that listing agent and I will say, what would be attractive for your sellers right. um, in order to help us, you know, win in the, in the case of the multiple offer, but also in the, 
in a offer where I may come in a little lower than the asking price. It's like, well, what else can I put in there that will help sweeten the pot? Like sweeten the deal. Like closing date. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. I think there definitely needs to be conversations between the agents, but like everybody does have their fiduciary responsibility, you know, but we'll upload um, this case. If people want to read through it, we'll upload it at, um, they can find it at jennifermertland.com slash vault. And if people have a referral in Louisville, what is the best way to get a hold of you? So it's Kristen English. I'm at K English at L S I R.com, or you can Google me. I, I come right up. Perfect. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for being on, Kristen. Really appreciate it. Oh, great. Great to see you. Have All a right. good day. You too.